Welcome to The Trip Podcast. The Trip interviews inspiring travel bloggers and influencers on the most recent trips around the world. Think of this podcast as the ultimate audio travel guide to your favorite destinations with insider tips and recommendations. Today's podcast is on Hong Kong, one of the most exciting cities in the world and a great starting point when starting a trip to Asia. We'll be talking to Sarah and Eric from ChopsticksOnTheLoose.com. These two left their nine to five jobs in 2015 and moved to Hong Kong for three years to start their traveling adventure. Since then, they've been creating some amazing content on traveling all over to Hong Kong and Asia. When we recorded this podcast, they were actually in the middle of a road trip in Northern Japan and had to pull over on the side of their road to do this interview. I've actually only been to Hong Kong um, when I was 19 for three days. It was the craziest three days of my life. Can you tell our listeners a little <laughs> overview of traveling to Hong Kong? How how long you spent there? Where you've been in your favorite areas? Okay. Um, I mean, that's such a... <laughs> the answer to that question is so big. But, um, I mean, because... Let's start with I mean, how, how long have you spent there? Yeah, so... I mean, but I'm speaking on Sarah's behalf as well, but we both, through our childhood, have visited Hong Kong on very short periods of, like, like one week. Summer holiday. Yeah, one week, two weeks. So we got, we had, like, a taste of Hong Kong each time. But on... So back in 2015, we actually moved to Hong Kong. So we were located there, and we actually stayed there for three years. So we were only meant to stay there for one year, but <laughs> we loved it so much that... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One turned into two and then turned into three. Yeah, so, so yeah, eventually it turned into three years we were there. And what uh, what were your favorite areas? If you could, if, if a traveler was coming to Hong Kong for, like me, for like three to five days, what area would you recommend to them? Uh, I think Hong Kong is like split into different regions. Mm. So I think if you have few days, it would be quite nice to visit maybe like a day or two in each region, I think, to really get the overview. Yeah, I mean, everyone goes to, I'm sure you probably went to... Kowloon. Chinta, Joe. Oh, Kowloon. It's Kowloon, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, there's, I mean, Kowloon's kind of like the old Hong Kong, you know, you kind of get that Hong Kong vibe, these dense, um, you know, buildings, you know, just the older style Hong Kong. And then on Hong Kong Island, you get kind of the newer side, so you kind of the tall skyscrapers. Oh, like the hub. Yeah, you get that icon- iconic skyline uh, of Hong Kong in Hong Kong Island. And then you also have new territories, which is kind of like the nature side of Hong Kong. And a lot of people don't actually explore that side. So, I mean, if you're really to say like three places, I, I would personally put say Kong as one mm. um, because mm-hmm. of all the islands um, all the heights you can do there seafood. yeah the seafood's <laughs> great there as well uh, a lot of cool beaches yeah um, I would probably say I think Hong Kong I Hong Kong Island's a definite must because for example we're going to Victoria Peak yeah I mean that that's a must like Victoria Peak um to see the iconic skyline mm. and then um, prob- I, I would probably say Sham Shui Po mm. 
um, which is just awesome if you want to experience kind of the busy streets of Hong Kong with the markets um, and just the, a very local vibe. You, tourists don't usually make it up to that area and it's usually that people that want to go um, and, you know, eat food or do a little shopping, just locals really. So that's a really cool place to go. Okay, good to know. And for our listeners, we'll be putting all of the information in the show notes. I know there's a lot of information here, mm-hmm. um, but that will be all of those names and destinations will be in the show notes. Um, and so okay. when do you recommend going in terms of seasonality? Uh, I would say the only season that you shouldn't go is summer. Summer. Oh, it gets too hot? <laughs> because it's... So, <laughs> it's not even just hot, it's really humid as well. So, And also it's a school holiday, so it's very busy. And what it's would be the summer busy. months? Uh, I would say it starts July to, I think, end of August. Okay, yeah. so it's the same as North yeah. America or, or Europe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... You get so many typhoons during that time. It's the raining season. Uh, it's just too hot to be outside. So mm-hmm. you'll just you'll you'll be spending most of your time indoors in air conditioning. It's, so it's not the best season to go. Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about the pricing of Hong Kong. Um, what are the typical prices? How much would say a beer be? How much would a typical hotel be? Hmm. I mean, it a beer. It, it's, I mean, it varies so much because if you were to go to, you know, where most people go for a drink or a night out is uh, Lang Kui Fong, oh, which is, yeah, which are like the kind of hip and trendy street to go drinking, have a night out, and I mean, there you're looking at around about a hundred and something Hong Kong dollars. And that's before per, entrance fee. Well. I mean, oh, that's like wow. per bottle of beer. Yeah. So that, it's a lot of money. But you can also find, and a lot of people don't know about these as well, but they have dotted around the city um, these things called buffet bars. Um, they're a little tricky to find. You might need to, like, know a local and have them bring you along. But you kind of pay a one-time entry, which is about usually 200 Hong Kong dollars, but then it's you can drink as much as you want. So, so if, you, if you're looking to drink, then that's a great way to go. Um, but generally, Hong Kong isn't expensive. Um, if you're looking at eating out, you know, just a typical drink, uh, even just shopping is great as well because there's no, it's no uh, VAT tax there. Oh, okay. so things are generally cheaper. Um, but accommodation is the one thing that isn't cheap in Hong Kong and that's just due to how small the place is and how many people there are there um, so it is actually quite accommodation that's, in comparison to other countries around the world especially in Asia mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to find good you know accommodations for a good price unfortunately um, but I mean can you can you um, recommend any affordable hostels or hotels for our travelers? 
affordable options. Mm. <laughs> I say because we didn't really stay because we stayed in Hong Kong for three years, so we actually see. Yeah, we we rented our own yeah. place. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, yeah, I've heard that Airbnb is the cheapest option to go, um, because hostels in Hong Kong aren't great. Okay, it's not good like to know. What you find in other parts of Asia, where there's more of a backpacker community, uh, Hong Kong doesn't have that so much. Um, a lot of travelers I've met that have backpacked in Hong Kong and stayed at hostels have had bad experiences. So <laughs> okay, I would, good I to would know. We'll definitely say, put that in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would say go for Airbnbs. At or just, you know, pay a little bit more and stay at a hotel. Because, I mean, that's the one thing that you can't really get around, unfortunately, in Hong Kong in terms of pricing. Unlike with food um, and transport, you can get those stuff really cheaply. Okay, good to know. Um, in terms of food, do you have any recommended or must-try restaurants that you can remember? Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, 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 I remember this Thai restaurant in um, Sai Kung. It's okay. Like, it's down one of the valley with the pineapple. Yeah, rice. I mean, in Sai Kung, there's a alley nicknamed just literally street uh, food alley. Okay. <laughs> and it's right next to where the bus stop is. And it's, I mean, you go, you ask anyone in Sai Kung when you get off the bus or taxi or however you get and just say I want to go to food alley and, and it's they'll point you in that direction and there's um, a Thai restaurant in particular which is really good um, <laughs> which we really recommend um, I would say another good place to go for dim sum um, is this place in Wan Chai it's called dim sum square and the reason why i really recommend going there is because the prices are really reasonable um and also because generally dim sum you need quite a big group to really enjoy it because when a serving comes it usually comes in like four or five pieces so if there's let's say two of you um you could only really order two things and you'll be full Whereas in Dim Sum Square, the portions are smaller, so you can order a, a, like more variety, kind of like how Dim Sum is meant to be enjoyed. You're meant to enjoy yeah. lots, lots of different dishes in one go. So Dim Sum Square is a really good place for that, I think. Yeah. Okay, good note. Um, yeah, and again, we'll put all of these names in the show notes. Um, and if you can think of any other restaurants um, after this interview, mm -hmm. let me know and I'll, I'll add that in there. But I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot <laughs> uh, with restaurant <laughs> names. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Hong Kong is just so great for food. I mean, yeah, that, there's definitely a handful that, we, that are our favorites that yeah. we can definitely send you. I mean, I, I was a tourist for three days there, and I think I went to, it was the Toilet Bowl restaurant, the famous Toilet Bowl restaurant, um, oh, where you oh, eat, yeah, a, yeah. eat out of Toilet Bowls. That, that was kind of cool. It was yeah, super touristy overpriced, but that was neat. Yeah, that's unfortunately not there anymore. Oh, it's not? Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. They got shut down. Uh, I, yeah, I, I do remember. I have been, I've been to places. Where it's, it's the one where 
some of the tables are it's a bathtub and they put a piece of glass on top of it and some of the seats are toilet seats yeah is that correct yes yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just weird but it's 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 yeah. cool and it's um but never, never mind it's <laughs> shut down so <laughs> um so let's move on to excursions or day trips uh what were some of your favorite excursions within hong tong hong kong again if you're there for seven days if you want to leave the city or just you know splurge a bit on a tour what would you recommend think Macau. Macau? Is, uh, quite a pop- yeah, I think Macau is quite a popular one. Um, because the journey isn't that far from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I think it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half boat ride. Yeah, boat ride. And it's just totally different there. I mean, you have like all of the casino side of things, but you know, they always they also have um, really good street food there as well. Uh, a lot of history. Cool. Yeah, and you could spend a whole day there, or would you recommend spending a night there? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, most people go to Macau and they go to Macau for two reasons. One <laughs> is gambling. <laughs> two is for the food. Because yeah. um, Macau was um, once uh, um, kind of ruled by the Portuguese. So there's a lot of Portuguese culture in Macau, which is unusual for an Asian country. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a lot of some great Portuguese restaurants there. Mm. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, wow. yeah. So it, I mean, it's literally an hour and a half away and it's like a completely different culture. So you said it's um, an hour and a half and, boat ride? Yeah, mm. a boat ride. So how would you get, um, like, could you just get a boat from the main harbour in Hong Kong or where would you, how would you get? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's two harbours, one at Tim uh, Sa Joe and one at Kowon. Shawan's or Kowloon? Kowloon's the one in Tim Shaojo, I think. There's oh, one okay. in Shanghuan. Okay. I mean, there's, there's definitely two ports. Uh, and they and boats run back and forth all day um, to Macau. And you can literally just go to the uh, port and buy a ticket on the day. As long as you're not going during some kind of uh, public holiday, some national holiday in Hong Kong, you won't have problems buying a ticket. But let's say you go during Chinese New Year, you're not going to get a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> which is February, right? <laughs> I, w- I went over Chinese New Year and it was it was crazy busy. Yeah, it, yeah, it varies because it works off the lunar calendar, but it's usually around mid February, early Feb, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, good to know. Um, <laughs> any any other excursions or hikes that you would recommend? You were saying earlier that there's a ton of green spaces there, and you said that if you, you know, yeah. it just takes uh, what five ten minutes, or you take one bus and and you can get to a trip. Yeah, yeah, a great hike. Um, I mean, when I when when we were living in Hong Kong, actually, I wrote a book on hiking uh, in the Seikong area, which is again to the east uh side the eastern side of hong kong and there's a lot of great hikes there um i mean one that just kind of quickly comes to the top of my mind is um high junk peak okay which is a great hike. yeah um how long would I that mean, hike take about four hours four or five hours um and it's not a difficult hike. It just has a, a fantastic view of like the bay, uh, it, and it, it just makes you 
you just get completely lost in the view and you just completely forget that, you know, this is Hong Kong. Because if you've not seen that side of Hong Kong, it, it, will, it really will blow your mind how different it really is. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, but I can definitely send over a few other hikes that I, I highly recommend doing. Okay, yes, please do that. And we'll add that to the show notes. Um, yeah. Okay, so now moving on to safety, did you feel safe when traveling within Hong within um, Hong Kong? Are there any safety tips that you'd like our listeners to know about? Yeah, I, I mean, Hong Kong, uh, I don't know the statistics, but Hong Kong for sure is one of the safest cities in the world. Okay, good to know. Um, it's just so incredibly safe. Uh, it doesn't matter which part of Hong Kong you're in. Um, it's the same. Like, it's the safe everywhere. Obviously, um, you, like like anywhere you travel, you need to be, you know, aware of your surroundings. You know, make sure you're not putting yourself in any, you know, dangerous situations on purpose or anything like that. Don't be silly about it. But mm-hmm. Hong Kong in general is super safe. Um, I, I would say probably the biggest crime is pickpocketing there so just you know don't have your phone hanging out your back don't be a stupid tourist (laughs) exactly yeah yeah um i mean and apart from that yeah there really isn't anything else that i would say you need to be particularly wary of Mm, i didn't feel you know there was anything particular Okay, good. Yeah, I think the only time where I felt a little weird was, and this is my fault, um, was I didn't have, I had, I had to go somewhere to meet a friend. um, And I just had the name of her address in English. And so I kept on getting into these cabs. And they would take me somewhere and they would get confused. And of course, with the language barrier, I had no idea what they were saying. They had no idea what I was saying. And then they would just Mm -hmm. drop me off somewhere. And then I just kept on getting this was before um, we had cell phones. Um, so I ended up just going into a hotel uh, and they, they translated it for me, but that was, it was a little scary, but that yeah. was not due to like me being un- unsafe. It was just, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I would, I would recommend, uh, to our listeners just to, um, maybe get the directions in the local language. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of the times now, um, if you get into Texas, so, I mean, we speak, we both speak Cantonese, but my Cantonese is quite, especially in the first year we were there, it was very broken with a very British accent. Yeah. So a, a lot of taxi, taxi drivers <laughs> couldn't understand my Cantonese. So in the end, um, they would get me to say in English and they would hold out their phone with the Google Translate app and it would translate it for them on the spot. So, I mean, I, I think especially over the last few years, uh, Hong Kong has seen a huge rise in kind of uh, international tourism. So I, I think taxi drivers are getting more and more used to kind of... I mean, English is an official language of Hong Kong as well. So it's it shouldn't be a problem if you can't speak Cantonese. Okay. And then in terms of transportation, um, do you have any tips for our travelers uh, with regards to the transportation system? What's it like uh, cabbing versus taking the, the subway? Um yeah. Um, besides Japan, I think Hong Kong has the best public transport system. So uh, but with Hong Kong, it's way cheaper. 
It's so cheap. <laughs> um, so if you're talking about the metro system, so they call it the MTR, it's super quick. Um, it's spacious, there's aircon, there's signal down there, there's wow. Wi-Fi down there. It's, it's just great, uh, especially when you're coming from London tubes, <laughs> which is the total opposite. Um, and it's just typically on time, which is, mm. you know, what you want, reliable um, and on time. Uh, it, we recommend picking up octopus cards. Mm. Yeah, yes, they call I remember it octopus those. Cards. And you can pick yeah, that up anywhere, it, right? Like at the yeah, 7-Eleven. So, yeah. So go to the 7-Eleven or go to an MTR station and you can you pay a deposit, um, which you can get back once you're done with it so let's say for example you finish your trip in hong kong you can go back to an mtr station at the, in- the information desk hand them back the card and they'll give you back the deposit as well as oh, with wow. the money that's loaded inside so if you if you think you know for example uh, I, I don't think i'll be coming to hong kong for at least a few years you can just trade that back in and get your money back so okay. really the card doesn't cost anything it's just super convenient and you're your travel costs will actually be cheaper than if you're just to go buy a ticket as well. So it's definitely worth getting one of those. Yeah. And you can use it for multiple things. So you, it's not just the MTR system. You can actually go to a 7-Eleven and buy things. Um, you can use it on vending machines. And they've just recently, uh, sorry, they're, they're doing it on minibuses as well uh, and buses. And they, I, I believe they just recently introduced it to taxis as well. Oh, interesting. So it, you can just use it across everything, basically. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, in terms of transport, it's whatever is most convenient at the time because everything is pretty cheap. Obviously, if you want to go the cheapest, bus is the cheapest, uh, but it just takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, even a taxi isn't expensive in Hong Kong. If you're, you know, in rush for time, just jump in the cab, and it's generally not that expensive. One thing, though, Uber is now not legal in Hong Kong. Oh, that was my next so you, question. So, yeah, so you, you can actually still use the app and and um, call an Uber, and you and as and it's kind of in the grey right now because it it isn't legal to for drivers to be Uber drivers. So as the passenger, you're not really doing anything wrong, but it's kind of grey at the moment. Um, and I, I, I typically wouldn't recommend someone use it. Um, it's it's better to just Google a taxi Hong Kong number and yeah. call them up and, uh, because it's actually cheaper as well. Okay. Yeah, so stay away from Uber for now. Is there any, do they have yeah. their own version of Uber there? Like Lyft or anything? Uh, no. no. I mean, there's been a couple of apps that have come up. Yeah. But I, I think it's the whole um, backlash from the taxi drivers. I, th- I don't think anything's gone through yet. So at the moment, just calling a cab would be actually the best way. Okay. Good to know. Um, do you guys have any last-minute tips or advice for travelers headed to Hong Kong? Um, Anything that we haven't covered already? I know we've covered a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so this question I always kind of... I think, I think mm-hmm. 
in in terms of food, I think um, street food is something that uh, travelers should try in Hong Kong. Yeah, I think don't be afraid to try out the food there because, I mean, I know the Chinese eat some strange things. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> an example would be like chicken feet, which yeah. sounds gross to most of the world. But <laughs> actually, I mean, give it. A, I would say give it a try and then make your opinion. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of like peculiar dishes, which. Um, yeah, I think are really, really famous in Hong Kong. You know, another one is stinky tofu. Okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't sound very apt. No, it Why doesn't. No, it doesn't. You're not really selling it. Anyway. <laughs> I'll try it, though. Yeah, typically, you can smell it from quite far away because of the, the smell. It's quite pungent. Um, it, again, it tastes delicious. Uh, and you can usually find them on the streets as well. Well, for me, I would recommend um, egg waffles. That's something that's the most. That I'm sounds trying. better. <laughs> and also curry fish balls. <laughs> curry, curry what? Um, curry. Curry fish balls. Okay. Curry fish balls, yeah. Um, and also bubble tea is really good there. Of course, well. yes. That's where mm-hmm. it uh, originated, I think. Uh, I think bubble tea was originated in Taiwan. Oh, but okay. you can find quite a lot of uh, bubble tea stores in, in Hong Kong as well. Okay, so nice. definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, all right, great. So definitely give um, street food a try, even the weird stuff. And it's it's safe, right? Like in term, like you won't get sick. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I've never gotten sick before, so I, okay. I think it should be okay. Okay. Chopsticks on the loose. And of course, subscribe to our podcast.